Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Good morning, Sam. Welcome to what they are now commonly calling the Friday episode. Yeah, that's what people are saying. They're all calling it that. Um, yeah. I'm not sure why. Um, before we go any further, uh, we should alert the, the listeners to the fact that uh, a job has come up, which we may mm. be suitable for, which could lead people... to the end of Top Flight Time Machine. Mm. And that is the uh, the news that this week on BBC One, on a Thursday night, presented by Andrew Neil. Andrew Neil is leaving this week, so there will be a vacancy there. And I, I assume that me and you are the natural incumbents for it. Yeah, I mean, obviously the speculation starts straight away. The bookies are starting. The bookies have put us in as favourites and then you get all the phone calls from the newspapers, none of mm. which I personally have taken no. because I, we, you know, we've had other shit to do. Uh, I would say, why is he stepping down? Because that's what I always think. We're, we're You and I are approached a lot about these big broadcasting opportunities. Like, yeah. I don't want to confirm or deny that we turned down question time before Fiona Bruce got it, but let's just say we might have fucking you turned down question time. You wouldn't have mentioned it if we hadn't. Let's, no. let's just say that. And also the, the, leave. The, the, uh, the challenge TV reboot of Blockbusters as well. Yeah. You know, so, we're still in um, negotiations about that. Yeah. So we turn a lot of shit down because of our other responsibilities, not least to our loyal audience of cunters here. Yeah. Um, many of whom won't be asked with the weekly politics. <laughs> neither were we, though. No, neither are we. I mean, I'm not judging them. It's a shit show. But can we save it? Uh, answer, yes, we could easily save it. The only thing we could do is reboot it. We'd have to po- reboot it. Possibly rename it Evening Cunters. But, yeah. We sit down and go, right, okay, we've heard what you've got to say. Here are our terms. Term number one, shit title for a programme. In fact, I can't even remember what the fucking cunt's called. What is it? Well, this, the week in this, politics, this week. the weekly politics. This week. This fucking week. It's nothing. Fucking hell, mate. This fucking week. Never mind this week. How about next fucking week? That's what you want to be thinking about. Anyway, that aside, we don't want to talk about weeks at all. Because if you think of the word week, you think of someone who's really soft. You think it of weakness, be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Weakness, exactly. Um, so, if anything, you should be calling it this, this hard, this strong. <laughs> But we don't like that. We think fucking throw the baby out of the bathwater and call it Evening Cunters. And when I say that, Andy, when I say that, Andy, you will have erected an easel with a piece Mm. of polyboard on it with Mm -hmm. a new logo that we'll have designed or that one of the cunters listening might design because some of them are nifty on the old Photoshop. You pull away a red velvet curtain and hold your hand out like in a big grand unveiling. Yeah. 
Yeah. To uh, Alan, presumably in this meeting with us will be Alan Yentob, chief twat, twat in chief of the BBC. Yeah, I've heard a lot about this Dawson and Delaney uh, characters. <laughs> yes, they're extremely earthy, and that's what I think we need more of on Auntie Beeb. I think it's good to have the political scene reflected through a prism <laughs> made up from 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 people from the lower orders. These of the men street. are absolute morons, <laughs> and that's what we need. That's what the people <clears throat> want. They want morons just like them. Gormless, knuckle-dragging imbeciles with their terrible, ill-informed opinions. All that, well, I just think we should send them all back on a boat. <laughs> They're those kind of characters. <laughs> and that really reflects the reality of Britain outside of our metropolitan bubble. <laughs> yeah. They do want to call the show... Evening Cunters. I'm unfamiliar with the terminology, but apparently it's one of these uh, urban colloquialisms. I believe it's Shakespearean in origin, which makes it viable and acceptable to us. I think what we'll do, we'll, what we'll do, they'll, they'll replace it with someone else, but what we'll do, we'll do like a power play and we'll mm. do a crowdfund to do yeah. our own version of it, which we'll put oh. up on YouTube at 11.45pm. At the same time, we'll go night. head to head. Yeah, yeah. And we'll just say, yes. right, right, Cunters, here's the real programme. Here's the real programme. They, they can all fund it for us because that's the future, We'll be able it? to get all the big interviews as well, won't we, with the politicians? Yeah, yeah, of course. You've got connections, have Although, you? that said, do people want it to be about politicians? No. Do they want, Would to, be, people... do they want to see us? Probably not. They, um, do they, in fact, want this to be more of a... I don't know. Could this we, feels this is, like... I'm just spitballing. Mm. Could we introduce an element, just an element to the show, like a slot or a regular item, that is more scripted in its nature, mm -hmm. dramatic, mm. um, and it could, I don't know, top of my head, involve me playing an oldie times highwayman right? Um, who goes around uh, Stanmore Common on a horse yeah. holding up... Real horse? Uh, ...rich people in carriages. Yeah. And constantly being chased by the minions of Sir John Glutton. <laughs> it's it's quite reminiscent of the ITV series Dick Turpin from the early nineteen eighties. Uh, really? I don't. I don't there see the be, parallels. Yeah, maybe that, maybe it's a, that's been an influence on my idea. The, I'm just saying that would liven up Andrew Neil's show. A huge. I mean, it would give us a real edge over the, this week. He is what I'm thinking. Um, obviously, people aren't going to want to see our faces because listening to us is more than enough. Mm. This could be the opportunity for our ventriloquist dolls to <laughs> step up to the plate. So yes. we, we can be uh, off camera under a table, perhaps, with, yeah. the, with the dolls sitting on the table and we control and then, them. Then that's not, if you can't see us, Andy, it's not ventriloquism, it's just puppeteering. Well, whatever. All I'm saying is that it might be better for us in terms of ventriloquism levels if our mouths can't be seen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's not lie. Neither because of us. The, are the problem is, if we were to if we were to cover current affairs, then we'd probably have to say Brexit a lot, and everyone knows the one letter that any even the best ventriloquist can't say is the letter B. So we'd be calling it Grexit. 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 Oh, what do you think about Grexit? Grexit. 
And instead of Irish backstop, we'd be going the Irish gack stop. And gack stop sounds like something very different. Something very different indeed, yeah. Welcome to another edition of Evening Crunches. Tonight, <laughs> we're going to be talking mainly about gackstop and the gack stop. <laughs> <laughs> gack stop? Oh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Every time I go from Southern Ireland to Northern Ireland, I like to have a little gack stop on the way. <laughs> And I do it the same the other way round. Halfway down, just as you hit the border, let's have a cheeky gack stop. <laughs> Wallpaper pasting table laid out by the, the, the fictional Irish border. Yeah. Go on, before you can pass, <laughs> bash a load of that. <laughs> oh, but I'm just going to see my nanny down in Cork. Take it! I say, take it or perish. This is the Irish gack stop. Our people fought for centuries for this gag stop. Now fucking do your duty and snort that line. <laughs> right, well, I'll, I'm, glad, I'm glad we've started that out. I'll, um, I'll, I'll clip this bit out and send it to Yentob later on. <laughs> Dear Alan Yentob, here is the <laughs> fucking replacement for this week. I'll you sound cloud Do you want to write you cunt or just leave it more um, basic? Yeah, we might as well go you cunt and that sets the tone, doesn't it? Have some of this, you fucking cunt. He knows, he knows what he's getting then. Attached to our mobile numbers. We're waiting. We're T- waiting. Fuck face. <laughs> fucking hell. I've had a tweet from uh, from George. And mm. George says, uh, Dear Andy and Sam, I'm thoroughly enjoying your excellent podcast. Thank you, George. Yeah. With reference to a recent episode and the details of results bot keeping his metal penis on a semi while he waits to send <laughs> dick pics to his metal girlfriends, if you remember, yeah. he says, uh, yeah. I believe the process of keeping your personal pipe in a semi-engorged state is called mm. keeping it on the clutch. <laughs> yeah. So there but we are. Kindness regards, George. If you do George. that in a car, it, it's really bad because yeah. you'll eventually wear out the clutch and it's fucking expensive to go yeah. down to Quick Fit or Mr. Clutch and get it replaced. And the same is true of your uh, penile clutch. Your metal as penis. It's, known. Mm. it's the sort of thing you'll do when you're at lights on a hill. Keep it on the clutch. Yeah. Terrible. But, um, very bad. <laughs> Shall we have a look at some predictions? Yeah. Because it's FA Cup weekend again. So uh, the Fuck regular the FA Cup. The reg- I really hate it. Do you? I hit it round three, but I enjoyed round four, and I'm quite looking forward to round five. Oh yeah. it's it's what's well, got Newport Man City. That's good, hasn't it? And it's got lots of other uh, shit teams playing each other, which means that the quarterfinals are going to be full of shit teams, and a shit yeah. team might get a Wembley. And, yeah, uh, or uh, it's quite good when two shit teams get to Wembley because then you think at least a shit team will win it because there's yeah. nothing more boring than Chelsea or Man United winning the FA Cup. It's like watching a pub fight between two fellas who don't usually fight. <laughs> yeah. And they don't really know what they're doing. So yeah. it could be good. But I mean, the, the, out of the eight matches that are on this weekend, I've randomly chosen five for us to predict mm. and they're pretty much full of shit teams. So let's go. Great. Let's go. Uh, QPR versus Watford. Fucking hell, who knows? Fuck. I mean, you know, Watford are a better team than QPR, but I don't know, it's a Loftus Road, and QPR will be, their fans will be bang up for this because it's quite exciting for them to get to the fifth round. Yeah. I think I've, I'm going to go for a cheeky QPR 2-1 on this. Oh, 2-1 QPR. Yeah, I think it's on the telly as well, this one. I think it's on tomorrow lunchtime. Uh, Mate, I'm it's on go- tonight at 7.45. Is it? Yes. 
Fuck. Fucking brilliant. I won't be watching it then because I'll be at the Stadium of Light watching Sunderland versus Accurate and Stanley, which is also live on the telly. Is Make it? your choice. I'll just swap between two. I'll have one on the fucking laptop and one yeah. on the uh, TV. What a dream. Unless my brother Cass gets in touch and has a spare for tonight, I might oh. go along. Down. It's only down the road. You could He'll be probably in the, be uh, up. At, it's the sort of night where I can see him up on the tables. Yeah, if they win, definitely. You could be the executive area as well. Oh, yeah. You might find he yourself... Can, do you know what he reckons? He what? reckons he can just stroll into the executive area without a ticket or paying. Well, that's why I assume. <laughs> I think you said that before, haven't you? I assume oh, that's how yeah, it goes. But yeah. He reiterated it to me the other day because he thinks he's such a QPR legend. He comes and goes as he pleases. <laughs> <laughs> Treats the place like a hotel. I mean, they're going to build a statue of him soon. Because the, I mean, he's got access to the executive smoking area as well, hasn't he? Where he he oh. he, he, he councils the opposition chairman and owners. <laughs> Cancelled the Sheffield Wednesday chairman. Yeah. And what to do with the club? <laughs> I reckon you get a lot of chairmen now waiting around in that smoking area, hoping, hoping for heard. just five. Excuse me, Mister Delaney, if I could just trouble you for five minutes of your time. <laughs> Wringing uh-huh. their hands. <laughs> I'm in such a pickle. My football club. My football You're the club only is, man who can help. He's in such a mess. Please yeah, help don't me. Don't worry about that. Now, let's have a look at your team sheet. <laughs> let's start with the basics. <laughs> I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go one one for that one. Tonight. Yeah. I think there'll be I think it'll lead to a replay. Um next up, Brighton versus Derby. Oh, it's Frank Lampard. Frank Brighton Lampard will be there with his Frank, laminated green Frank, cards. Frank Lampard takes his, his his team of smart young men on the bus on a bus trip all the way down to Brighton for the day. Mm-hmm. Now we go into Brighton, and I want you to watch out because there's a lot of homosexualists living there, and I don't I don't want you being distracted by all the discos. Now I was a we're there to do a job. I was a public schoolboy, so obviously I'm familiar with this kind of scene. And I can handle myself, but you lot, you might be uh, you might be duped or conned into doing things you don't really want to do. So stay together, groups of three at minimum, and just look out for each other and be kind. For goodness' sake, be kind. <laughs> Remember, you're representing Derby County Football Club, and your parents. <laughs> Blazers on at all times. No matter we what the men in Brighton say. We went on a school trip to Brighton to go to the marina. And I got lost and ended up in a disco with a man called Charles. <laughs> no, what a, no matter what the men of Brighton ask you to do, keep your blazers on with your club crest showing at all times. <laughs> um, I'll predict this one first. I'm fucking 2-0 Brighton. I'm going to say 2-1 Brighton. Oh, OK. Result spot, of course, says 1-0. On to the big one for this weekend Newport County versus Manchester City on an absolute bog of a pitch should be fun fucking hell this could be great couldn't it it could be but it probably won't be you're right Man City will just find a way of winning yeah. I suppose they're not going to want to be embarrassed they got knocked out by Wigan last year didn't they the mighty Will Griggs scored for Wigan and they're not going to want that to happen again they'll do what they need to do to get through I'll say Newport nil City four four canal. Okay, I'll say three nil. Okay. Sorry um, Newport. I hope I hope you win Newport, but I've got my standing in the um, prediction league to think about. 
and I've got fucking results spot on my back all the yeah. time, haven't I? There's no room for emotion, is there? No, there Sentiment. isn't. Shit match. Bristol City versus Wolves. Could be fun, though. Bristol, Bristol City doing City all right. versus Wolves. Um, that could be a good game. How are Bristol City doing? They're doing all right. Championship. I think I'll, Bristol I'll City. Get you, I'll, I'll get you an exact league position. If you want to just hold on there a second. They are fifth in the well, championship. Okay. Well, you go first on this one. I'll go first. I'm going to go 1-0 Bristol City. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Bristol City. I think okay. this is the I think this is the one where there'll be an upset. I think you're going to be right, actually. I think 2-1 seems more likely than 1-0. But I've predicted now. Can't go back. Can't change no. it. And finally, uh, Doncaster Rovers versus Crystal Palace. Again. Possible mm. upset. Some very enticing, so intriguing fixtures. Don, Donny are in your division, aren't they? Donny are in League One, yeah. Uh, when we played them, they were fairly far down. I'm not sure where they are now. Let's have a little look. But, you know, Palace are a team who remind oh. me quite, quite a lot of West Ham. Doncaster sixth. Sixth in yeah. League One now. Don, Palace are a team that remind me of West Ham, you know, in terms of their inconsistency. So they beat Palace, but then they'll lose to yeah. lesser clubs. They... To be fair, they battered us second half of the weekend and probably should have got all three points. But that's exactly why I think they are going to lose 1-0 to Donny. Oh, you're going for a 1-0 to Donny. I'm going to go mm. for a 2-0 to Crystal Palace there. Okay. So that's the fixtures of the FA Cup sorted out and the Prediction League. We'll I've do gone what for it a does. lot of upsets. I think QPR, Donny and Bristol City all getting yeah, through. Yeah, you have. <laughs> oh dear. Let's see really how gambled. that all pans out, shall I we? I know, I fucking gambled this week. <laughs> you fucked it, mate. Jalapeno. Hello, this is George Weah, the former footballer of the year. And I have a tremendous opportunity for you if you are a fan of Top Flight Time Machine's comedy stylings. <laughs> Do you have a pen? Listen to this. For only... <laughs> Approximately £3 plus value-added tax per month. You can enjoy bonus episodes of Top Flight Time Machine focusing on the life and times of Roy Keane, the footballer who was not as good as I. You will get advanced episodes of the Kevin Keegan Odyssey. I do not know who that is. (laughs) I assume he was also not as good as I. All it costs you is £3 plus VAT per month. And you also get all of the regular Top Flight Time Machine episodes with no adverts in at all. Adverts such as this one. <laughs> Where do you go to get this tremendous service? Just go to patreon.com slash Top Flight Time Machine or follow the instructions at the Top Flight Time Machine Twitter account. TF Time Machine. How can you possibly go wrong? Here's a clue. You can't! (laughs) 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 Subscribe or perish. Jalapeño. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. 
Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Football news this week. Has anything happened on the football scene that you want to talk about? Well, I saw some people tweeting after this goal that someone, I don't fully understand what happened, but Pele who I've always thought of as a fucking bullshitter. A chancer. Right? Yeah. Fucking chancer. Uh, because he's getting fed up of the fact that no one talks about him enough anymore because of yeah. Messi and Ronaldo and blah, blah, blah. He's like made up a goal that he scored, hasn't he? <laughs> he's had he it recreated by computer scientists. Someone's gone to him, what's the best goal you ever scored? And he's thought, well, people have seen most of my good goals. Yeah. And everyone knows it was fucking easy in those days as well because defenders were like fat. Usually had a fag on the go. No yeah. one was really bothered. It wasn't a serious game. Uh, he goes, so what I'll have to do is make something up. So he made up. He said, ah, the thing was, the best goal I ever scored, no one was there because there was no TV cameras at the time. Of course. Which is basically like saying, I've got a fucking fit girlfriend, but she lives in Canada, mm-hmm. right? He's like, yeah, and I, I beat all the players twice and I flicked out, did overhead kick. You know, all this stuff. And it's fucking ridiculous. And what? someone has re- has taken yeah. what he said and recreated it in, like, animation. I'm, um, I'm looking at it now. A cross comes in from the right-hand side. Pelé picks the ball up uh, right at the edge of the penalty area. Mm. And he flicks it over the first defender and then keeps it up in the air. And then he <laughs> flicks it over a second defender. Again, the ball still hasn't touched the ground. Uh, brings it down again and flicks it over a third defender and then brings it down on his thigh... Uh, the goalkeeper by this point is coming out to the edge of the six-yard box. Pelé flicks it up again over the goalkeeper who just falls over flat mm. on his face and then Pelé heads it into an empty net. Um, and it's it's ridiculous. It's fucking bullshit, Pelé. Of course but it, it is. did give me an idea because what that is is bullshit animation. So I thought Pelé, biggest bullshitter of them all, has actually got someone to bring his lies to life. And imagine if we could get someone to do that with all of the bullshits that we get sent. Yeah, we could. Well, I, I mean, mean, obviously I've, we I, won't. I can't be bothered, but it's an I'm interesting not idea. I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've got uh, access to an animator who does stuff for Atletico Mints. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll want pain, so we'll have to oh, really? do another crowdfunder. Yeah, because what we could do, for instance, like, what's the best bullshit we've had so far? I would say my top three, but it's just off the top of my head, so forgive me if I've forgotten yours, is um, I wanked onto an iPod and it started playing Two Princes (laughs) just as my mum walked in. Um, I once uh, went to the butchers to get a ham for my mum but lost the money, so I cut off my arse cheek (laughs) and we ate it for dinner. (laughs) Yeah. And then the hard nut bullshitter who claimed that he smoked an eighth in the park, got the munchies, set some traps, caught some rabbits, and then skinned them and cooked them on a fire and claimed that it was nicer than chocolate. Yeah. I think he was so, the same fella as well who cut his finger off or something, didn't he, to see if yeah, he could? Yeah. With the, uh... So those are probably the top three, and I would love to see any of them uh, animated. <laughs> probably the wanking onto an iPod, I would say, yeah. would make for the best cartoon. De- definitely. 
Um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll crowdfund that. Um, we'll probably need, what do you reckon, 15 grand? Yeah, 15 grand. So we'll make a bit of a mar- margin yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll, do the, he'll, he'll do it for like 700. And we'll oh, is that? <laughs> Hello, John. John Animator. Yeah, it's me, Dawson here. Listen, right, I've got 500 quid with your name written on it. Oh, it's easy work, mate. It's easy work. All you have to do is animate. Right, have you got a pen? Right, I want you to... I want you to animate a lad in his bedroom. Yeah, teenage lad, you know. And uh, he's having a wank, and he wanks, and he shoots his bolt right across the bedroom, and it presses play on his 2004 model uh, iPod, and it starts playing. Are you still writing this down? Get this right. Two Princes by the Spin Doctors. And just as that happens, his mum comes in, and she just starts dancing to it. Have you got that? <laughs> 500 quid, mate. That's as high as I can go. I'm, I'm not making out, out out of this, by the way. I'm, I'm having a look on your CV and all the things that you're good at animating, and there's no there's no mention of spunk on there. What are you <laughs> like? What are you like with spunk? Are you any good with doing spunk? It's got to be flying though. It can't be stationary. Uh, imagine it like a bullet. I don't just want a puddle of spunk. That's easy. You can do that maybe with like tipex or something. No, I need you to do it firing like a fucking bullet from a gun. Uh, don't just fucking animate a standard bullet and then do an overlay of some spunk on top. It's got to look realistic. It's got to arc. I'm paying good money here. 500 needs... quid. I don't want you fucking me about. It needs to arc like spunk. It can't just go in a straight line like a bullet. You got me? <laughs> Get it, Todd. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll do it. And then that leaves all the rest of the money for us to go and have a slap-up feed. <laughs> slap-up English breakfast. Yeah, we'll be sitting there laughing our heads off having the fucking gut buster breakfast up the calf. <laughs> like Pete Doherty. This, this is it. Right, I've got a few um, little bits of bullshit and, and other uh, contributions from the Cunters. Um, Greeny says, this story's legendary in certain trades in the Air Force. A well-known Air Force bullshitter from the northeast was the man who told this tale of complete bollocks. He was walking across the Tyne Bridge in Newcastle on a Saturday night and his phone rang. He went to answer it, but it fell out of his hands, easily done, and plummeted towards the icy waters of the Tyne. Again, oh. easily done. I don't think there's any, you know, barriers on the side of the Tyne Bridge. Anyone can knock a, knock a phone off it. Quick as a flash, he jumped off the bridge after it. Mid-air, he caught it. He landed in the water, but kept the phone above the water line. He then swam towards the Tuxedo Princess, which, in case you don't know, is the disco that's on a big ship on the Tyne. He's, I've been on it. I've been you? on that. Yeah. Revolving dance floor. Yeah. yeah. He says he scaled the anchor chain and climbed over the side of the tuxedo princess. A bouncer on the ship who'd witnessed the entire thing didn't kick him out, even though he was soaking in stinking tine water. Instead, the bouncer arranged for him to stay and drink for free all night for his heroics. Another good bounce story like that bloke, Dave the Liar. I mean, that was more bodyguards where you impress stern bouncers so much with your prowess in some way that they end up becoming friends <laughs> it's a regular thing isn't it it's like yeah it is it's like I, I've got such admiration and yeah. pr- perhaps you know homosexual feelings towards bouncers <laughs> that I need to uh, I need to get it there in a sanctum yeah because you think that like they're the hardest people to win over because they're so stony faced and tough and muscly mm. and good at fighting yeah and you everything think, you want to be some people are scared of them, but with me and bouncers, there's kind of a mutual respect. 
<laughs> that's what the basic that's what the underlying narrative of all these bullshits is yeah there's a sort yeah. of mutual respect because although i don't look as hard as them they they can see like hard recognize hard yeah so they sort of see you know they can see something in me that i'm one of them yeah exactly yeah a kindred spirit even yeah. though i'm a even though i'm a prick um is <laughs> a one from dear from kent when I was younger, there was a lad that lived across the road from me that was an Arsenal fan. He would always want to play football with me and my mates and come down in his yellow Arsenal kit with right number eight on the back, which he himself had written on in red felt-tip pen. Oh, damn oh, that's quite sweet. <laughs> one, one day, while trying to get to play football with us, he tried to impress us with his story from going to Arsenal versus Everton the week before, in which he managed to somehow get to talk to David Seaman as he came off for half-time. Seaman, you know, instead of going into the dressing room and, and having some yeah. refreshments and, um, you know, getting a, a team Excuse talk. Excuse me, Mr. Seaman, Mr. Seaman. He stopped it on oh, a chat with his lad. kid. Oh, yeah. ah, <laughs> right. now what's this all about then? Uh, what, what, how's, your, how's your afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, come on. Oh. Never mind all this changing room half-time team talk nonsense. Let's sit down and have a proper chin I'll tell you what, Arsene Wenger doesn't usually say much to me because I'm the goalkeeper and my job's just to stop the goals going in. So I'll stand here and have a little <laughs> chin wag with you, young man. Would you like a rolly? Here you go, I'll do one for you while I'm at it. Might as well. <laughs> so he says... Uh, Managed to somehow get to talk to Seaman. He, he then said that after chatting for Seaman for some time, Seaman then invited him onto the Highbury pitch during the half-time interval. Oh, why don't you come on? Come on, get yourself on the pitch and we'll 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 have some shots. Uh, Seaman took him on the pitch and taught him how to do the scorpion kick, which was all the rage thanks to Reddy Higita during the England-Columbia game. He then tried to show us the scorpion kick he'd been taught by David Seaman, which was basically him belly-flopping to the muddy floor, getting nowhere near the ball. <laughs> oh dear me that's quite tragic that one it but, is um, really sad the whole thing right from the right in the number eight on his shirt yeah. and all the rest of it it's just sad I mean sometimes a lot of these kids are quite damaged and lonely yeah I mean they I are. always I they always are. felt that about you know the kid who remains nameless from next door who was my digging partner yeah all that stuff about saying he saw me out the window of Concord when his dad from the sewers took him to Disney World I sort of knew at the time, in a way, this is a bit heartbreaking. Mm. Do you find yourself often feeling sorry for these people and, and wondering whether we should be exploiting their stories in, in a public forum like this? Mm, yeah, it, but not in all cases, but in yeah. some, yeah. Now but then again, I just think, ah, oh, well. Just enough to still feel human. I just think, yeah, you fucking said it, mate, so don't start on us yeah. for re-saying it don't, don't and then laughing the at you. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. And... Another one I've got quickly, uh, some unexpected boobs, which we haven't had for a while, but this is this oh. is quite a good one. It's not too not, gross. Not too problematic? No, it's it's all right, I no. think. Well, it took place yeah. about 40 years ago, so it oh. was um, uh, black and white boobs, probably. Who knows what boobs were like in those days? <laughs> yeah. That was uh, before bras were invented. Exactly, yeah, where they, they, they roamed free, didn't they, in the yeah. wild? So we're talking about, whoa, what, what, late 1970s. Um, it's from yeah. it's from Mark Manning. He says about forty years ago we were crossing the road after a do just before Christmas, and straight in front of me, my grandma got knocked over by a motorbike. Oh no! Uh, and Mark Manning, who sent us this, said uh, in brackets, "Not pleasant, but she recovered." So that's good. It's good that he's told yeah. us that she didn't Thank die. God. 
and he says, as a 10-year-old, scared little boy, wandering about amidst all the confusion and chaos, there were people everywhere. I looked back, and amidst the crowd that had gathered was a woman wearing dungarees and nothing else, with the most enormous tits hanging out. (coughs) He says, and to this day, I have never seen any so big. Uh, He says... (laughs) (laughs) He says... What a lovely tale this is. He says, for comparison, imagine the streak at Erica Raw on the pitch at Twickenham mm. back in the early 1980s. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, I remember so, that. Huge. I think Big some- old-fashioned 70s jugs. Yeah. The jugs, likes of which yeah. you don't get nowadays. I think there's sometimes get referred to as bazoingas <laughs> as well. You know, they say, <clears throat> I mean, this is just what I've heard Reece, Jacob Rees-Mogg say in a speech, mm. that those kind of tits will be coming back after Brexit. Yeah. It's the one thing I'm clinging on to for, for the post-Brexit <laughs> landscape, really. Mm. But, um, These you know. tits that have been sent over from Europe, all pert, firm, <laughs> and and just uh, at most a C-cup. Barely more than a mouthful. <laughs> what we want is good old-fashioned jugs, like the sort we got in the 70s, flopping around gigantic, monstrous forms. Lovely, great, big seaside Postcard boobs. That's just like my nanny back. had. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be back in abundance. Bazongas galore. <clears throat> and we'll um, send back these French tits. <laughs> we don't need them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Mark, Mark adds, uh, but it really happened, as even now, when the accident is discussed, my dad still says his most vivid memory of the night, this is the night where it, presumably his mother was knocked over by a motorbike, his most vivid memory <clears throat> was the woman with the enormous tits hanging out. Mm, so, well, it uh, would be, we wouldn't go. it? Granny got Granny ran over things by like a, that a motorbike. can happen, you know. Um, yeah, like tragedy can be shot through with both comedy and sexual arousal. I was going to so, say pathos, but I don't know mm, what that means. Yeah, so same thing. Not. Pathos means um, uh, erection in yeah. Greek. <laughs> the Greek god of erections. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Mark closes his email simply by saying, different times. Different times, quite right. News without news. That's about it for this one, Sam. But I've got some news without news if you fancy some. Yep. Here we go. DNA tests to establish a fertility doctor secretly fathered 200 children. Oh. <laughs> Eight. So you've got... No, nine, 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 you've nine. Got, you've got a fertility doctor there who's been, who's been lashing around his own spunk. He's been sending out his own spunk en masse. He's, Why? He's been, I fuck knows. He's been getting high on his own supply, so to speak. <laughs> he has, yeah. And it, it's not on, actually. It's, it's very not, unethical. Got, exactly. There's got to be ethics of that kind of thing. We, uh, that's the, It's the act of a megalomaniac. He's been trying to create yeah. his own civilization on the quiet. <laughs> yeah. It's a great subject for a film. We could call it <laughs> Dr. Spunk. <laughs> <laughs> or like... A reboot of Doctor Strangelove because Doctor Strangelove wanted to start a new civilization. Yeah. But he wanted to do it by creating nuclear war and then taking people down into an underground lair. Yeah. But this could be Doctor Spunk Love. Doctor Spunk Love. It sounds more homely and wholesome. Yeah. We'll go for that then. Write that down. Um, second one Minnesota also Sheriff. Also, possible idea for new post Daniel Craig James Bond reboot. <laughs> Doctor Spunk Love. <laughs> Minnesota Sheriff says dog named Donald Trump was killed legally after supporters call for revenge. 
10. There's a lot going There's on so there, much there? there. There's so many questions left yeah. unanswered. It's the perfect headline. There's a lot going on in that one. And finally... <laughs> Anyone calling for revenge, you've got to read about that. Yeah. Finally, man smoking pot finds tiger in abandoned house. Yeah, I saw this one and I actually sent it around to a few mates. Uh, yeah, it's I've, I actually know the story. So well, there you I, are, I feel then, like the, I've got inside knowledge. It's a 10. That's a 10 because you've actually gone for it and you've, you've clicked yeah, through. Yeah, I've gone for it. I can't lie. I fucking clicked straight through. You did. 10 out of 10. All right, that's it for now. Um, we'll be back after the weekend with um, your inevitable prediction league failure. Um, well, the thing is I'm all right because I've um, because I predicted... I think entirely home wins apart from Man City. Hmm. It means that I've kind of hedged against results, spot. Ah, so my only th- my only threat is you, and that's not really a threat at all, is it? I'm okay. less concerned about you at the, okay. for the moment. All right, then we'll enjoy your weekends, everyone, and we'll be back in a couple of days. Yeah, stay cunty. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.